south, bitch, I never left. I talk real country, that's what make a mail. Caramel, brown skin, like my granny them. But my beard real long, like my papa on them. What's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in with me once again. I'm back with you on the J-Spot Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Right before we get started, I just want to say, go ahead and subscribe. If you have not already subscribed, go ahead and like. If you have not already liked, share. If you have not already shared the podcast, um, yeah, go ahead and get them. I'm trying to get the word out there. Uh, I do apologize for being away from y'all for so long. I think I missed like two weeks. Um, I had an idea to um, for the podcast, um, but it required the participation of other people, of course, um, guests on the show. Um, and so I was trying to set that up and there was just like schedule conflicts and things of that nature. And I, I was trying not to do another podcast till I was able to do those um, by myself. Uh, but it seems like uh, the, the scheduling conflicts, when I finally got the scheduling issues resolved, I this was a technical issue on my part. Um, I did not know that with Zoom, because um, my job, we use Zoom every day, whatever. Um, but I did not know that with Zoom that you had to pay in order to have the feature to record your session. Um, and then not only that, though, when I dug in deeper to it, you have to pay to have the option to record your session. So you have to have a monthly subscription. Okay, cool. That's understandable. But then the spacing that they give you when you pay is only one gigabyte. So on top of paying for your monthly subscription, you have to pay monthly also for your spacing also as well um, to whenever you for whenever you do record a session. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not rich yet. Um, so that was like outside of my, uh-uh, my little budget or whatever. Or, well, like the, the, so the monthly subscription, there was no issue or whatever. I was like, okay, I can do the monthly subscription if it means that I can record with my guests or whatever, instead of having to wait for it, you know, to have them here or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, pandemic, whatever. Some people don't want to be around other people. They want to, you know, respect their space. So I definitely understand that. Um, but the price that they had on the spacing was not not something that I was willing to pay because um, I, I, I don't feel like that I would have been using it enough um, for me to pay the amount that they were asking for. Plus, on top of that, pay this pay the subscription also as well. So. Um, I had to find another route, uh, uh, search for another route for that. Um, I do think that I found another way um, to do a recorded group session or anything. And if you guys have any ideas also as well, um, please don't hesitate to um, inbox me or let me know. Give me the info too because um, uh, what I found what myself was I found um, uh, it was on Skype. Uh, Skype. I have forgot all about Skype. Now I use Skype at work also as well, but mostly for work we use Skype for messaging purposes. We don't use it for video chat or anything of that nature. So it didn't even dawn on me to for Skype um, until I like I was searching like recording uh, meetings programs and stuff like that or whatever. I was like, oh yeah, Skype. So I logged into my old Skype because I haven't been in Skype forever, like my own personal Skype. And um, I saw the option to record there. So if anybody else is looking for an alternative option, um, I did find the option on Skype to record. And whenever you record, it doesn't save it to a cloud or anything. It actually saves to your device, whatever you're recording on. 
Um, so that's just information out there for other podcasters or people that are trying to do meetings or guests and don't want to be in that other people's space due to, you know, pandemic or whatnot. Um, yeah, so that's that. That's why I've been going for so long. I do apologize once again. Um, this year I've been working on my consistency, so, um, I'm getting back on the wagon. You know, when you fall, you know, uh, like Leah said, if at first you don't succeed, mm-mm, uh, this is a fucking try again. So I'm going, moving forward. Uh, I still have those episodes in mind for you though. Um, the person that I interviewed, uh, where I did have the technical issues or whatever, like you couldn't hear the technical issue was I screen recorded it and like there was no audio whatsoever. Um, so, uh, I'll, um, we'll, I'll fix that. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, so I got, just got to reschedule with, um, my homie so that we can, uh, get the, do the recording over again this time where it's actually recorded and we'll have audio so that I can release it to you guys. Um, the, that episode, uh, the, uh, episode where I will have guests on, um, they're really for the culture. I, I really said that I wanted this podcast to be for the culture. Um, and I mean that. So, um, I'm just trying to come up with ideas, things that, um, set our culture apart, the black culture, the black experience, uh, so to say, um, apart from other cultures, I'm trying to intertwine all that into this podcast. So, um, Thank you guys again so much for your patience and tuning in once again. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. So the first thing I want to talk about today, uh, I was going to just jump into like the meat, but uh-uh, we got too much to talk about. So let's talk about this girl with this dog on Gorilla Glue in her damn head. Like <laughs> I'm at such a loss for words in this. Like I have a few friends, a lot of friends that have said that they just follow her just so that they can keep up with what's going on with the situation or whatever. Like her followers have jumped up. I think she got like 60,000 followers now. She She's actually a certain, like she has the blue check now. Like she she has the blue check now um, with all this foolishness that's going on or whatever. And I'm just like, and I've been seeing like things on Twitter saying like, you know, she's planning on like suing Gorilla Glue, um, the Gorilla Glue Company, um, and, uh, like, there was a lawyer that was talking about it as well. I saw a TikTok about that, and, like, these social media streets is going crazy about that because, like, like, what are you suing them for? And, to the, and then there's a lawyer that's saying that they should have gave her a sponsorship and, um, uh, and that the product did not necessarily specifically mention not to use for hair, but I, like, that's common sense. Like, that's common sense. It says on there, like, do not apply to skin. It says, what do you have under your hair? Skin. So if you're putting a substance on your hair, nine times out of 10, especially with the style that she had, is going to get on your skin. And I just don't understand how you just did not recognize that. Even if it was a mistake of, oh, I read, I read too fast or whatever, read the Bible too fast, but... Like, when you're going to apply that to your head, I'm pretty sure that you looked at that bottle and knew that that was not, that that was industrial glue. That did not say hair glue on the bottle. And I understand that, you know, some people were making the argument, like, you have products that have hair glue. There is a, I think there is like a Gorilla hair glue product, but when I saw pictures of it, it does not look like the bottle for the Gorilla glue. And then again, the Gorilla Glue says that it's it's an industrial glue, like for 
things, not for your body or hair. So I don't know what this for. I, 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 I like I, if she does sue for this. Now I will follow for that, like because I want to see what I would want to see what the outcome to that will be. Whatever. I don't think that I personally don't think that she will win. I'm here for everybody's come up, but this is just like too obvious. Like it is is like. You failed, like you failed yourself in this situation. Like, ain't nobody failed you. You failed yourself. You chose to put that industrial glue in your head and have it slick down. And you was all on TikTok talking about, okay, I, I did, I used blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So it wasn't like you was not aware. And then I, I bet, I bet what it was, she was surprised when she went to wash it out of her head that it didn't wash out. That's what it was. I think that's what it was. She was surprised. She didn't know. She thought that it would just wash out her head. And that shit did not go nowhere. It's Gorilla Glue not moving. That's meant to hold shit to the wall. Like, Gorilla Glue do not play. Um, so, more power to you, boo. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, I just don't know about this situation. Like, I... I I don't know, like, what would convince somebody to put Gorilla Glue on their scalp. I, I just, I just don't, I don't know. Um, unless you didn't want your wig to go nowhere. And her hair ain't went nowhere. She had to go get medical attention for her hair. Um, and I know that was irritating because I know once that stuff started drying up, it started itching and stuff of that nature. Her scalp was probably red and stuff. And, um... Did you see the, if y'all saw the pictures of it, somebody had did, made a meme with her, um, with supposedly what the end result was for her. I don't think that was her. I ain't going to say that because I don't even think that was her. I think that was just something that somebody had put together. So I'm not even going to put that out there. Um, but sister girl, I mean, like I said, more power to you. I don't know how the legal situation will go for you, but I just don't technically seeing it going in your favor. I just don't see how that could happen. You gotta have, if your lawyer causes that to go into your favor and you win that, I need that lawyer on my team for everything, like for everything. Do you hear me? Cause they would have worked some magic to do that. Do you hear me? Um, yeah, so power out to, uh, I don't even know her Instagram or Twitter name or TikTok name or anything of that nature. Um, I'm pretty sure it's posted all over social media. Sorry that I couldn't shout you out, ma'am, uh, so that you, you can gain even more followers. And speaking of, I'm going to about to sidetrack for a minute. So I was watching this um, this documentary on, I think it was HBO Max, or it may have been Netflix. It was one or the other. It was HBO Max or either Netflix. It's called Fake Famous. Um, and basically what they did was, um, these people, they took three average everyday people who had like an average following, um, like in the hundreds or thousands or like two, I think one, the highest one was like 2000 and something, um, followers and, um, just took the regular everyday average person or whatever and made them into basically influencers on social media. Now, the way that they did this is, and I highly encourage you to go watch it because it gives you like an insight of like what influencers are. The, I, I'm not going to say influencers that are already established because I'm pretty sure they're already established. You know, they are actually living the life. But in order to get to that point or whatever, they basically had to create their own momentum. And then once they created their own momentum, people started like coming in organically, following them and things of that nature. So... 
Um, but the company or whomever the you know that was doing the experiment of uh, being fake famous, uh, they basically what they did was they purchased bots for their account as followers. And as their followers went up, they would also pay. They was also paying for like you know bot comments and likes and things of that nature, whatever. And they did this for about um, I want to say it was about for one of them. It was a girl on there. I forget her name, um, but she uh, she when she did like she was really doing it like and like it was just crazy because like uh, they were doing like photos of her um as if she was going on a vacation and all they did was take like a toilet seat had like the screensaver of like you know like the clouds on the tv or whatever and they just had her like drinking champagne or whatever with the toilet and somebody was holding the toilet seat up to the screen to make it look like she was at a window that she was on an airplane going on vacation to somewhere um they did another one where they made it look like that she was in this luxuri luxurious like uh tub or flowers or whatever and really they was in like this small ass kiddie pool that you can go buy from the dollar store um and they filled it up with water and put rose petals in it or whatever and took her pictures like that or whatever and the way that when the pictures came out they looked at grand it looked like oh my god i want to live this lifestyle but she was in her back somebody's backyard it was in somebody's backyard wasn't nothing luxurious, luxurious about it. It had this small ass kiddie pool and they just filled it with rose petals. And that goes to tell me like, it's all about perception. Like a lot of these people that were following whatever is really all about perception um, uh, when it comes to things like that. And uh, for her specifically, like she took it and she ran with it. And after about three months, she really started receiving like um, sponsorships, people, uh, companies sending her product just so that she can take a picture of it on and post it um, or with it on and post it. Um, she received a, um, a all expense vacate, uh, uh, all expense paid trip to Vegas um, for this uh, clothing line. So just so that they can like go and take pictures with her with well, was a whole bunch of influencers, but with them in the clothing um, in the desert and stuff like that or whatever. And right before the pandemic happened, she had um, an all expense paid vacation for her and two friends, not just her, her and two friends. And they had basically literally all expense paid um, dinner. They got a uh, fucking uh, shopping, uh, a shopping spree uh, with a stipend. Um, I think it was like $1,500 or something like that, whatever for them. Um, for that weekend and literally all they wanted them to do was take a picture of all the stuff that they were doing and of the, you know, the hotel and et cetera, the spa while they were there. That's literally all that they wanted them to do. And that was an all expense paid vacation. And I think it was like to, oh, it was some resort. Like it wasn't like a United States, like, like, on, like in, in the country or whatever, like they had to go into like the tropics or whatever the case may be. And, I was like, that that's crazy. Like, that's really crazy or whatever. But it reminded me of, um, it, and I, let me backtrack because I will say that that lifestyle is not for everybody. Um, that her specifically, she was just all in with it and was willing to go with it. Um, but that the two other, they had two other people on there, um, a black guy and a white guy. And... Um, the white guy, he was the first one to start struggling or whatever because um, somebody was like trying to call him out saying that he was having bots and things of that nature. And he ended up putting his account on private 
um, and kind of halting the process for him, and, you know, instead of him, you know, just leaving it alone, letting the process work itself to, in order to be, be, get to the place to where he wants to go. And the girl that was all in, she was, she actually wanted to be an actor. And just because she had a large following on Instagram, um, by the box and stuff like that. Well, I, by this time she had started organically gaining followers and she, um, she went to a, a um, a, um, a tryout or whatever, or, um, I can't even think of what the, what the hell it's called or whatever, but she went to an audition. She went to an audition for, um, something, whatever. And when she got there, she said it was the first time that that the people that were doing the auditioning knew who she was. She got a greeting um, and was complimenting like, oh, we love your Instagram, etc. Um, and she was saying after she finished the audition within a few hours, turnaround time, she got the part. And so, um, and she was saying that that was the first time that that had ever happened to her. Normally when she goes in there, like sign your name, blah, 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 blah or whatever. And so I was like, you know, so having a large following or a status on social media these days, it can, there is a benefit to that. It does create opportunities for you that normal people like ourselves, um, I don't have that large of a following. I'm growing, I'm working on in the process of growing my Instagram now, but um, having a large following and um, can open up opportunities for you that you wouldn't normally have. Um, and so in the end of it, I'm like, well, dang, is it worth it buying the bots, buying the, the fake comments and likes and things of that nature? Um, and so that leads me to my next point. Um, there's this, uh, 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 um, but there's this person, um, I remember, I remember the story vividly. Um, I don't, I, I heard it, I think it was back in school, if I'm not mistaken, that I heard this, but, um, or got this information, but basically, um, someone, they launched a product, um, and the way that they started off the launch for their product, he paid people to go to the store and buy his product. Um, and when the women would go in and buy, it was, a, I think it was a hair product, if I'm not mistaken, but when the women would go in and buy his hair product or whatever, uh, basically he bought it to like, he sold that, that the location where his product was sold out. And so, um, he was paying women to do that. Right. So when the word or the buzz got out that his product was selling out, it caused other people to be curious. And so other people started buying his product. And so, uh, eventually that started happening to where he, he stopped having to purchase or pay women to purchase his product. His product started selling out on its own by itself. And so, Basically, I said that to say that he created his own momentum until our, he started the roll off on his own until the product created it, like he created his own momentum until it started working for itself, basically. And so, in a sense, that's basically what they did for this young lady. Um, they created the momentum for her. Um, and once once they created the momentum, other people started getting curious and catching on. And now the momentum has already been made. So now she, they no longer have to buy bots or pay for likes or pay for comments or whatever the case may be, whatever. And 
Um, she's getting her own sponsorship. She's getting her own acting um, uh, projects. Uh, she's getting like she everything is 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 working for itself. Basically, the money that was invested into buying those things paid off because now she doesn't even have to do that, and she's making her own money now off of her um, social media, monetizing off of her social media. But first, they had to create. She had if it was. They created the momentum for her, but let's just say that she didn't have them. She would have she would have had to create her own momentum before she would have been before it would have latched on and other people started um, buying into her brand or her um, yeah her brand basically um, as a person. So um, that was really um, uh, uh, eye opening for me uh, uh, when it comes to that real because. Um, I have really been working hard at growing my social media platform um, as well. And I've been looking at different things, researching different things, uh, uh, YouTube and different stuff and things of that nature. So um, that was interesting. Um, I don't plan on buying a box or whatever the case may be uh, as of uh, right now. Well, I, I have two separate accounts. I have a, an account for my beard. If you want to follow that account, that's uh, Beard Gang 101. Um, beer gain underscore one on one, I believe, and then um, I have my own page for the podcast and things of that nature. Um, and of course, that one is called oh, okay. So, my uh, my page for just my beard is beer gain one on one, um, and then my page for the podcast and you know, motivational stuff and things of that nature, um, is Drakematized, um, D R A K E M A T I Z E D. If you don't already, go follow me. Um, so, uh, so I'm gonna be experimenting with some things or whatever, just to kind of see. I want to be able to teach somebody else as well how to grow their platform because I started my Instagram when I turned 30. I deleted my old Instagram, which I had like 1,800, 1,500. It was either 15 or 1,800 followers on there, uh, roughly, um, and. Uh, I deleted that page and I just started a completely new page. I wanted for my 30th birthday. I just wanted something fresh and new um, and to just start from scratch, basically. So that's what I ended up doing. So um, I've made it up to um, 300 followers. Um, I've re-strategized my page a few times. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to re uh, reset it up a few more times also as well as I learn more information and um, determine, you know, what my audience wants to see, hear, etc. And speaking of, why don't you just comment, let me know what you want to see more of, etc. and stuff on my page. If you follow me on Drake Matized, uh, so yeah, go ahead and do that too. Um, whenever, you know, whenever you have a chance, just ask me real nicely, please and thank you. Amen. Um, so yeah, that was just a little side step or a little side swap on that or some, you know, stuff that I've watched throughout the week. Um... Another thing I want to talk about that has been just on my mind, like the not specific, and I can only speak from what I see. So specifically in the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus community, um, these fights in these clubs, y'all. My lord, these fights in these clubs, like why, why? I mean, I understand, you know, you have beef with somebody. Else. But it's like, y'all like fighting like y'all just don't have nothing else to lose in life. Nothing else to live for. Like, is it that serious? Like, did what they say affect your way of living? 
at any point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did it take food out of your mouth? Oh, I just, I just, I'm, I'm failing to understand, like, why is there a fight every week? Now, I can see a fight here and there. Well, because sometimes you just got to put a bitch in a place, you know, that's trying you. I understand that or whatever. Um, but every week, y'all, every week, every week, every week, a fight. It's like people can't even go out and enjoy themselves. Like most of people, well, like no, nobody didn't come out for that drama. Like we came out to enjoy ourselves, to have a drink with our friends or by ourselves, if we by ourselves or whatever the case may be and just enjoy the moment. Like you don't know what type of frustration that this person has been dealing with throughout the week and they just need a getaway, just a time, a moment to just let their hair down, have a drink, have fun, listen to music, be, you know, amongst people that just want to have a good time and dance or whatever the case may be, whatever. And y'all be bringing out drama to the club, tearing these people clubs up. What y'all gonna do when they close these clubs off to y'all? Because they, they like, they don't necessarily... Some of these places don't necessarily have to cater to the LGBTQ community. And I'm not saying that we're the only ones that's fighting. That's not what I'm saying at all. But for us specifically, um, because this is the community that I'm in and I'm witnessing it, like having a, a fight at the club every week. I don't even go out no more. Like I, if I do go out, it's to like a, a live music event session where everything is just chill back, lay back, sit down, have a drink, wine, whatever the case may be, listen to the live music, jazz, whatever the case may be. Um... And that part, if I do go to a function where it's going to be, you know, when I want to let, you know, my little more, you know, my rough side, my hood side, you know, come out a little bit and I just want to be a little ratchet or whatever. I go, I would rather go to like a kickback or something of that nature. Like, but going to the, I don't know when the last time, I, I don't know when the last time I've been to Montrose. I haven't had a, and I really, 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 really want a taco from the taco truck. So I know, but I don't know when the last time I've been to Montrose or whatever, because it was just, it's just like every weekend that there's something going on. They're not only that fighting, like breaking in people's cars to like, what, why can't people, like we're in the midst, we in a pandemic, we in the house all week long. How do y'all have time to come up with this drama? Why? Like I've been in a week all week long when I go out on the weekends, if I do decide to go out, I don't want to have to worry about somebody fighting, shooting or breaking into my vehicle while I'm trying to have a good time, like, it's just crazy. Like, you can't even enjoy it. That's why people are losing their mind because now you can't even go out and enjoy yourself because somebody's going to either be fighting. And then you don't want to get caught up in the mix of that because, you know, uh, and not to say that people will be shooting or whatever, but most of the time in fights, sometimes shooting does break out because not everybody just want to fight. Um, and so a bullet does not have its name on there. So to protect myself and my life and things of that nature, um, you know, you just avoid going out or whatever, but it's just like ridiculous because like, I can't even go out and enjoy myself at, um, a club that what that's meant for and not have to worry about those things, um, in such a large scale. Um, so like, we just need to find a way to, if we do have beef with each other, that don't mean that we have to fight. We can agree to disagree or we can just, dis or either we can just disagree. Like we can just disagree. That doesn't mean that I have to beat you up because I disagree with you or you disagree with me. Like, okay, let's have our disagreement and move on with life. Life goes on. Life goes on. Like, I don't understand. Like, and like, like y'all don't have nothing to lose. Like y'all don't have nothing to, y'all don't have nothing to lose. Like nothing. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you fight and you go to jail and then you, like, whoever press charges on y'all or whatever and y'all convicted and then you're going to lose your livelihood. You're going to lose, like, you're you're going to lose more than just, like, was that fight even worth it at that point? Like, all the drama that you're going through afterwards, going through that process, was the fight even worth it at that point? Like, it's not, it, like, I, I can't see it being worth, worth, worth that for to get a few little licks because it's not like... It's not like you're going to be fighting for five hours or something like that. You're going to get a few little licks, little 15, 20 minutes, if that. Um, and be wore out tired or either the police or something came by there and broke y'all up, y'all in the police car and somebody pressing charges. The club the club can press charges. The club pressing charges. Y'all tearing up their stuff. Um, so it's just crazy. Like, you know, let's so um, I put a call out there just for us to like, if we if you do have beef with somebody, just like say what you got to say and then let it be. What they're saying is not going to change your life, not going to affect you in a matter of physically to where you feel like you have to go and beat somebody up. Like, and I understand words do matter. I'm not against that. I, I'm a firm believer that words matter. But when somebody is disagreeing with you and then they're uh, using, they're, they're disagreeing with you to a point to where you feel like you got to put your hands on them, then that's the time to question yourself. Like, does this person really need to be in my personal space? Does this person really need to be in my life? And then just cut the problem out. Exclude them out of your life, out of your problems, out of your issues. Stop sharing information with them. Then at that point, you're not feeding the fire anymore. They have no longer have any fuel to go off of to be able to combat you with because you done cut them off of your life. So now they no longer have information unless somebody else is feeding them information. But that's a whole nother story. Um, so yeah, that's what I have to say about that. It's, it's like getting really ridiculous and I just hope that we can come to a point of just being able to just go out and enjoy ourselves again and not have to worry about who beefing with who, um, uh, like that. Uh, yeah. Um, lastly here, I want to talk about, this is like what I really came on here to talk about. This is the meat of the episode. Um, I want to put a call out or just talk to the people that trust really easy. Not everybody trusts easily. Some people, you have to earn their trust before, you know, they let you in or be vulnerable to you. But you have those people like myself that trust people, like you trust people until they give you a reason not to trust you. And so that's two different, you know, kind of people. And that's fine. Whatever your process is, that's fine. Whatever works for you, that's fine. Um, but I just want to talk to the people that trust that trust until the trust is broken. Um, we have to be more cautious of that. And I'm finding that because I have friends that are the same way as well, that like they trust before I, I, they, they give trust until that trust is broken. And I'm still that way. But over time and dealing with certain situations, I've grown to be more um, uh, uh, careful with that um, because... Um, you will find what you will find yourself doing is you will find yourself give you will find yourself giving yourself to people who have not proven themselves worthy of your energy, time, space, um, of 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 just that interaction or that that access. That's the word I want. Worthy of that access to you. Um, they are, and then, so, and then once you start figuring out things about them, then what happens after that is you find yourself in drama, you find yourself in drama or 
in compromising situations or situations that takes you out of character because we haven't given ourselves or this relationship the proper time to grow, to develop, to see what I can trust you in. You need to see a person on all ends. Um, uh, you need to see them when they're mad. You need to, you know, when mad, because when mad they come, that's when shit hit the fan, right? Um, but we have... And it's not an easy thing. I'm not saying that it's an easy thing because somebody can have hidden motives forever and you never know that. Um, uh, TDJ, I, I, I never forget uh, watching the summer at TDJ's uh, um, and he said, you know, he was talking about, I forgot what exactly the story was, but um, it, he was talking about, I think it was the story of Delilah. Um, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, uh, so uh, uh, somebody can be in your space and have hidden motives for an extended period of time and you would never know that. Some people are just that good at hiding it or whatever. Um, but because you haven't seen this person in every aspect of who they are when they're mad, when they're sad or whatever case, and I'm not just telling you just wait, whatever, but um, whenever that point in time does come when mad they do come you share the, all your information and vulnerability with this person and when mad they come or um with each with you guys you know between you guys or whatever they are exploiting all of your vulnerabilities to every to to the world basically or to the community or whomever um and uh we have to develop a system and you, you have to find literally what works for you but you have to develop a system to whereas you you it's okay to trust a person at the beginning but only so much trust you get what i'm saying you can't like fully trust somebody at the beginning because they haven't proven themselves they haven't shown themselves worthy of your trust and you need to see what type of person this is. How are they going to deal with things? How do they deal with things when they're angry? How do they deal with things when they're sad? How do they deal with things when they're, you know, in a tight spot? When their back is against the wall. And um, and even when you're in a tight spot and when your back is against the wall or whatever, you need to make sure that this person is not somebody who's going to exploit you when you are down. Somebody that's not going to kick you when you are down. You need people that's in your corner that is going to, when you're when you're down, they're going to cover you in a sense. Um, so that the rest of the world don't have to know what's going on with, with you. Um, or they're going to cover you to make sure that you're good when you are, whenever you do fall or going through a tough spot or situation. Because it's life. We're all going to go through it. Um, all of us, I've seen this one post uh, on social media. I think it was Instagram. To All of us are just one circumstance away from being homeless, jobless, um, uh, broke, uh, 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 you know, whatever the case may be. One circumstance can change all of that. One circumstance can change all of that. Um, so especially, especially in the economy that we live in now, like it's right here in this moment, one little thing can put you in the same place that you were talking about somebody else in. Um, so we have to be mindful of that and just be be mindful that whenever you do decide or if you are a person that you're, you're about to exploit somebody while they are down, if you are, before you make that decision to do so, just ask yourself, could that have been me? 
and I'm pretty sure that you can reflect on a time in your life where that could have been you, that 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 or that was you actually, because uh, how quickly we forget, how quickly we forget where we come from, how quickly we forget the struggle that we had to go through to get to the point to where we are now. How quickly we forget that there were people that was there lifting us up when we couldn't lift ourselves up. We forget those things. And so we judge people when they are in their area of opportunity or uh, struggle or, you know, they're down, they're not having, they're not exactly in the peak moment of their life right now. So we, we, for, we, ju we, we judge people that are in those moments um, of vulnerability or of weakness or where they're needing help or assistance or whatever the case may be or whatever. And I'm so against this mind frame of, oh, I don't need nobody. I don't need no friends. I don't need, that is a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie, a lie, a lie. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody. There's no way that anybody can be in whatever position that you're in. If you are in a position of influence or power, Somebody helped you get there. Somebody gave you an opportunity. Even if you created your own opportunity, you still needed someone with a platform or with the with the resources in order for you to develop or to build off of that opportunity. So you, everybody needs somebody. So there's no such thing as I don't need nobody for nothing, whatever the case may be. Um, but just re remember that there's going to come a time when, when, you're going to need somebody. So just judging people when they are in their low point and then those of us that trust easily um, as well, just like backing up off of that, like back up off that, especially if you find that you keep keep getting in this cycle of being in like drama with, you know, person after person after person um, because you, you know, you let them in so fast without them proving themselves and then once their true colors actually come out, you find that this is a person that doesn't actually line up with your way of living, with your lifestyle, with how you want the people that's in your circle to be. Um, so I encourage you that before you give all that trust, make sure that that person has shown themselves worthy. Um, and I'm not just talking to you guys. I'm talking, I'm preaching to myself as well because, um, you know, I'm a person that of like I I want to believe that I want to believe that the best in people. I look at the best in people. I try to um, have a, a understanding of where they are and just I, I just want I because I I give my best. I want the best. I expect the best from people. But not everybody is like that. Not everybody's just off top giving their best. Not everybody like you know what I'm saying. So um, with that being stated. You can't just willingly give yourself, all of yourself to somebody who has not proven them, uh, themselves that they're worthy of you, worthy of your time, worthy of having access to you. That person needs to prove themselves. And then I, uh, I want to end this with saying, when that person shows you who they are, believe them. My Angelo said that. When that person shows you who they are, believe them. Um, and a lot of times, like I said, we look for the good of the good in people. We we want the best. We we we. But um, I've been seeing a lot lately, and this is a message to myself. I'm talk like I'm literally talking to myself as I'm talking to y'all because I'm, I'm re I really struggle with this because um, I'm always looking for the good in the person, or whatever. But whenever those true colors show out and come up and show out or show up or whatever the case may be, whatever, believe that 
because a lot of times we fall, we fall in love and um, we fall in love with potential, um, what this person could potentially be. And I'm not even talking about financially, a person that's struggling financially. I'm just talking about emotional support also as well, or just making you feel like that they care or that, you know, they support you, whatever the case may be. Um, just we fall in love with potential and the thing about falling in love with potentially is meaning that when you fall in love with potential, that means that that person is not there yet. So you have to deal with the process of that person getting to that place. And so in that process of doing that, um, sometimes, like I said, you find yourself in situations or drama because you fell in love with potential and since that person has not reached their potential yet, you've allowed somebody access to you and you've been vulnerable with somebody who may not intentionally cause ill will toward you um, because they're still growing. They're still trying to reach that place that you see for them, but they just haven't quite made it there yet. And so I'm not saying that you have to completely cut a person off that you see potential in, but you don't want to put yourself in a deep situation with somebody who has potential because they're going to make mistakes there and you don't want that to cause a rift and you know if this is a relationship that you're trying to save or salvage or whatever the case may be you don't want it to cause a rift in the relationship between you guys because you've put more on them than what they even ask for or what they can actually bear at this moment because they haven't reached their full potential yet. So you're placing more on them than what they can actually carry. Um, uh, and when when the shit falls, then you want to be looking crazy and blaming it. But you you created this. You in a in a, in a sense you created this situation on your own because you you didn't call it. A thing, a thing. Like uh, Auntie Ayala said, you, you got to call a thing a thing. When somebody show you their colors, believe them. When they show you their art, believe them. And it will keep you out of, it will keep you at peace. It will keep you out of drama to keep you at, at peace because when you, when somebody show their colors or who they are and you believe that, you can then in turn uh, deal with them in a manner of what area I can trust them in, what area I can't trust them in, how am I going to deal with this person knowing that they have this issue or they, you know, they're not doing too good in this area or whatnot. Um, is this an area that I can help in without affecting myself or me taking a downfall um, or getting into a fight or whatever the case may be? Um, or is this something that's more than I can even handle? Um, so, and that's okay. If it's more than you can handle, that is okay. Like you're not obligated to be Superman or Superwoman for any fucking body. You are not obligated to save the fucking world. The only person that you are obligated to save is yourself. You are the only person that you can save. You can influence other people and push them in the right direction, but they ultimately have to make the decision to move in that direction themselves. You are the only person that you can save. You cannot be Superman or Superwoman for everybody, for the world. 2021, we're not saving nobody. Save yourself. Build yourself up. And only then will you have more capacity to be able to help somebody in whatever sense it is that they need help in. Um, 
yeah, so that that's how I want to end that. I, I, I want to end this episode with saying, stop trying to save other people. Um, you can help, but ultimately, we we end up putting ourselves in predicaments and situations that are compromising and take us out of character because we try to play Superman or Superwoman. And that's not your job. You're not obligated to do that for anybody. Um, so, yeah. Um, again, I, I will say that if you have not, go ahead and like, subscribe, share um, to my podcast. Um, and... Uh, uh, oh, and my Instagram also as well. Um, Drake Matiz is my Instagram, B-R-A-K-E-M-A-T-I-Z-E-D. I told y'all I'm trying to grow my stuff, so go ahead and follow me. Neil, follow me now. I want to see them followers go up, and I promise you that I will do my best to um, uh, 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 provide uh, relevant and helpful content for you guys. Um, and the, um, the content, the captions that I post, like I don't, I literally sit down and I think about it and I have a process. I think about what I want to put in the caption because I really want to be able to help somebody, um, be able to overcome whatever it is that they're dealing with or to at least have, see a light at the end of the tunnel to where that it gives them hope and, uh, the second wind, if you will, to keep pushing forward, to keep going, to keep going. Because if my little bald headed, big bearded, Self can do it. You can also as well. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all that I have for you guys today. Uh, again, I want to thank you guys for listening to me for um, uh, this episode. Um, I'm so grateful. Like y'all don't understand how grateful I am to those of you who are listening, sharing, etc., um, and getting the word out there to the masses or to other people. Because um, I really believe that I do have something to say, and I if what I say can avoid somebody or can keep somebody from going through any type of hurt or turmoil or being drama that they don't need to be in. Um, I've done my job. I've done, I've done what I, I've done, what I feel like I was placed here to do. Um, I, I want to be able to help people overcome, um, knowing that I've, because sometimes all people need to know is that, okay, if, if that nigga did it, then I can do it too. So, um, I'm that nigga. I'm, I'm that person. Like I, I, I've been through some situations, um, some situations I have not been through, uh, but, um, but I've, I've been through situations. I use those situations. I actually sit down and I talk to myself, what did I do wrong in this situation? How, what can I learn from this situation? What could I have done better? Um, because I never want to place the blame on any other person. Um, there's always room for growth. So, I'm always, uh, we're ever evolving. So you have to ask yourself those questions if you want to grow. Um, and once I find out that information, most of the time when I share information is because I've already gone through it and I've come out on the other side and this is what I've learned from that situation. So I'm telling you guys thing, things that I've experienced on my own and know for myself. I'm not telling y'all anything that I just heard somebody else say. Um, I may hear what somebody else saying and may trigger something that I've already been through, but um, yeah, I, I, I want to be able to be that voice of reasoning for you guys. So thank you for trusting me. Um, I don't take that lightly. And until next episode, 
uh, like, share, comment, subscribe, um, and follow my Instagram at uh, DrakeMatiz, D-R-A-K-E-M-A-T-I-Z-E-D. Um, and I love y'all, and I will see y'all on next episode. Peace.